It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, Uplanders, to another episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. Happy New Year, brother. How we doing? Hey, man. Yeah, good. Happy New Year. First episode of the new year. Absolutely. You said this year already feels like forever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like when you said that in the pre-show, I was like, wait, what? Like, and I thought about it, like, I've only been back to work for four days, and it feels like four weeks. Like, what in the heck? yeah yeah it's it's been an interesting start to the year already but absolutely welcome to episode 113 and before we have too much fun tonight we'll get the uh disclaimer out of the way the views information and opinions expressed on the upx podcast are solely those of myself i thank me later and do not necessarily represent reflect those of upland me inc we are not employed by or provided insider information from the upland team all discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. So we are preparing here for a nice four to seven inches of snow this evening. I bet you're not seeing that in Texas. No, it's, it's cold. I was gonna make I was gonna make some other comment about four to seven <laughs> inches. But uh <laughs> no, uh Cold, no, no snow. Well, that's good. That is good. So, a lot happened at Upland this week. A lot to talk about. Um, something that we we do have to figure out is I'd still like to do maybe some mini episodes with you. Break it down on all the changes that are coming to the Upland economy and expand on those in uh, some mini episodes. But uh, we'll figure that out in, uh, in a little bit. But we did have another monument released and went up for auction we had uh the right now you have uh the metaphors or the metaterra what are those or the terraformers that's what they're called the terraformer block explorers um right now we're recording this on thursday january 6 2022 so the terraformers you can register right now they go on sale on friday the 5th did you uh register for those what (laughs) Yeah. Can I can I be honest with you right now? Just between me and you, don't 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 share this with anybody else. Won't share it with anybody know. else. I I didn't even know that was happening. I'm logging in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday the fifth p.m. I misspoke. I saw five in one of my other numbers. Friday the seventh is correct. Thank you. I, I love having the uh, the fact checker, real time fact check fact fact checkers for us. Yeah, you could be a fact checker. I don't know. Um. I mean, after a couple beers, why not? <laughs> yeah. So they do have the Baron Terraformer head and the Baron Terraformer machine. Um, we'll talk about those in a bit. They did have the uh, collections release. Holy cow, they're $1,000. They've always been. We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> and we have the uh, collection release for... Alameda and Berkeley will cover that. And we finally wrapped up the Upland fantasy football season and we'll cover that too. So a lot to talk about. 
and it will always be fun to have thank me later's take there. Um, so since you're impressed by the thousand dollars, I don't know. I don't think impressed is the right word. <laughs> I mean, you do get a million upex in addition to the block explorer and it's one of five. I figured you'd be excited about it because of it being exclusive one of five. If I could pay upex for it, I would be loving it. But I mean, you have the, but there's only five. Oh yeah, I guess that wouldn't make any sense, would it? <laughs> no, not if you, I'll give you a million <laughs> upex if you give me a million upex and a block explorer. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and then I was just thinking, wait, would I pay a million upex for it? Yeah, I probably would. Just, I'll just give you a million upex. You give me zero upex. There you go. Just give me a block explorer. It'll be okay. I just want the block explorer. It's so cool. I mean, the thing that I'm excited about it is it really puts the impending uh, launch of MetaVentures. Yes. Like, that's what these block explorers, they commemorate. I like the idea. It commemorates these milestone launches. Um, I think it's really impactful. MetaVentures is obviously going to be a huge game changer. Um so, yeah. So have you? No, I can't. I can't do a thousand dollars though. Yeah. Have you got? And right after Christmas, come on now. I mean, and the <laughs> right after Christmas and the crypto markets down. Come on, guys, pay a little more attention there. <laughs> it's timing, timing. But I know they wanted to launch it before the Block Explorers enter the picture, before the uh, Meta Ventures for the Block Explorer shops hit up. But have you got any of the other terraformers that they've released over the last year? Oh, honestly, no, I don't think I have. I think that's that's a big gap in my portfolio. Have to get with Dizzy. He owns like a bunch. I think he owns like all of them. And I'd be, and they've all been a thousand dollars. Really? I think so. They, they've I, been expensive. Yeah. Makes you makes you second guess it. Um, what's been the oh? That's a fun trivia. What's been the most expensive um, block explorer purchase? Like when you're like this, where you have to like spend, you pay a thousand get a million. What's the most? What's the most expensive one that's ever been on? I still think it's the Genesis ring. I believe so. What is it? Was that three or five? Three. Three thousand dollars. I was trying to think if there was a $5,000 one, but I don't think so. I do not think so. There you go. Now I got to do There you go, Sleuths. What was the most expensive in-app purchase <laughs> ever offered by Upland? Nice. Is there one higher than the $3,000 Genesis ring of 2020? NFLPA legits are not block explorers yet. <laughs> I hope never. No. <laughs> so I got to, I got to go back and dig into the terraformers because it's interesting that they call them terraformers and they've all had these themes because they had the drill head. They've had a bunch of different cool ones. Um, ran out of time. Didn't get a chance to pull those up and, and dig for those, but I might, for the next episode to talk about that um, because they're so expensive they're so rare there's got to be something bigger than just being a block explorer don't you think 
No. No. <laughs> no. I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't think they've thought that far ahead. Okay. And um when we talked uh to Eden before about uh the properties of like uh being a, a driver, right? So your block explorer, each block explorer is going to be a driver uh when they release the cars and it'll have its own stats. And I asked very specifically, like, does a common one versus a super rare one have any impact on that? And he said, no. So I would imagine that would stay pretty consistent. Okay. Ooh, that is something else that I wanted to add to the show tonight is that link that I showed you about that land sale earlier. Oh, yeah. I'm... And Nitrin did not get in on it. He was on vacation, but he's kind of disappointed he's not. But there is a February land sale, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What were costs? Like, what does it cost to get in? I don't know. Um, That's on my list of things to look what at. What chain weekend. is it on? I have so many questions. <clears throat> yeah. Since City. So what we're talking about here is Sin City, uh, had their Genesis land sale and it sold out in two hours and it was $3.5 million in total that was sold. Um, now the cool thing about Sin City is they have these different, uh, different districts and, uh, there's 17 total districts. They got a red light district and it is what you think it is. And you get boost for your player. There's a cartel district where you can do your, grow your drugs and cultivate your drugs and produce them and gun runners and safe houses. And you get raided by the DEA Chinatown. And that's run by the triads, uh, the strip districts, very secure. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty cool and it sounds pretty awesome. Um, so I definitely want to check out, find out what chain it's on and, and what it is. Uh, like who's running it. Cause I mean, it sounds cool, but is it, is it vaporware? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, that's light years ahead of what anybody else is doing. <laughs> it sounds cool, but what's the actual functionality? Right. Like, I mean, if it's a full-on, like, GTA-level engagement, I mean, you, you're, you're going to win. But uh, I don't think it will be. Yeah, I'm going to be very interested to watch that. Is it is it S-Y-N City? S-I-N. It's S-I-N. S-I-N dash city dot I-O. I wonder, is there two? Because TM is saying... There's apparently another one, S-Y-N City, which apparently is what TM likes. Interesting. Nice. So now I'm wondering, like, is one a fake? Like, is one bullshit? (laughs) They saw the other one and they were playing off of it. Mm, Seems sus. Seems sus. Seems sus. Let's see. I'm scrolling. I'm on their uh, on their site, right? I mean, they got a lot of partners, but uh, Magnus Capital, Maven Capital, 
uh, twin apex capital, grow studio, red kite, bull perks, polygon. So it's on the polygon. Um, it's on the polygon. It's on the All right, we get it. We get it. We'll yeah. take a look. Yeah. Is this, what is this? The Sin City podcast now? Get yeah. it together. Uh, cool project. We like to bring something every once in a while outside of Upland. I mean, we're not going all. Um, oh, it's true. I, I think it's important for everyone to continue to, you know, monitor the the ecosystem of other games and keep the developers of Upland honest and on their toes. Like, hey, there's other things out there. Yeah, got to keep uh, got to keep us coming back, and we are looking, looking and watching. <laughs> Let's just move on. You said that way too creepily. <laughs> looking and watching. Like always, just looking and watching. <laughs> All, right, All right, moving on. So <laughs> they did have uh, another monument up for sale. This time it was up for auction. And this was the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, also known as the Met. Uh, they said the base basement price would be two point, basically two point six uh, million upex, and they went with the reverse auction style once again. Uh, minimum suggested mint, based of all the parameters, was uh, nine point three million upex, and they started the price at thirty one point two million upex. You'd like this because it's five thousand seven hundred and forty one up square, so it's a nice size property, um, and you like big properties, and you cannot lie. Sure. Science. Well, so uh, I because I think the new way that they're doing it. So the, if I base price of two, uh, all in fully loaded cost of nine, but they sell it for thirty one million. The interest rate on that, I believe now, is only on the nine, not the thirty one. Ooh, really? I believe so. I, at least for some of the auctions where they were doing, maybe not the reverse auctions, but the normal auctions, they said at a certain point, like that's the that's like the max mint, and then anything over that is, um, you know, you're just paying, you know, market market markup. So I, I don't I, know if that I, goes with the reverse auction or not. I think with the reverse auction, it's still whatever it was minted at, um, because that would that wouldn't give you any incentive then to other than, you know, purchasing. You do get the monument in real life built on the property if you get a bunch of people to build it with Spark when they have that designed and released. But you got the secondary resale value. But one of the aspects is is the ability to have the interest based off of that mint price. I think they're still good at what you minted at is what it is. And it didn't stay on the market long. It went on sale or it went up for auction at 12 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. And within five minutes, Sanctum uh, went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. $31,000. Yes. The first condo I ever bought many, many years ago was like $54,000. Like <laughs> you could literally almost buy a real place to live for that kind of money. Like that would be like a 50% down on a pretty nice condo. <laughs> but I, I mean, 
somebody bought the property next to Snoop Dogg, and I can't remember if it was Decentraland or Sandbox for four hundred and fifty thousand U.S. dollars. So, I mean, this is the Met, and you're going to have a replica of it in real life. So, to some people, having the Met is way better than living next to Snoop. So, I mean, you could ten x this easy in the future. Yeah, I mean that's that's the dream, right? Absolutely. That's why we're all we're all uh, playing this game to you know see if it hits and if we're all rich and we can I mean I think it would be cool I want to know the first person who sells enough property in Upland to buy a real house preferably at an address that they own in the game like that's like I played Upland and earned so much I bought this house in real life <laughs> like cuz I was thinking about it, I was like I haven't Googled it yet because I'm, it's probably pretty pricey, but I'm like, I wonder how much the Genesis property in real life costs. Ooh. And then uh, I was like, how crazy would it be if I sold a digital copy of the property and then bought the real property? Wouldn't that be crazy? So I, I know you know that property by heart. So what's the address? No, I don't know that. It's not a. It's a stupid number. I don't. Hold on. Uh, you used to say you knew it forever and ever and ever. Disappoint me sometimes. I think I want to say it's like fourteen ninety six Jefferson. Fourteen ninety six Jefferson. All right. So something like that. Well, let's see here. It is, oh, not even close. 1829. 1829. 1829. 1829 Jefferson Street. I don't even think I've ever looked at the street view. Really? Oh, that's a nice little place. Yeah, I, I mean, it says it's worth $3.3 million, or $3.2 million. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Okay, well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, TM was dropping like saying five million. So, I mean, sounds like it could be possible. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I hate San Francisco in real life. <laughs> like, I actually hate the city of San Francisco. Um, but digitally, best city ever. Yeah. Not. Speaking of the monuments, uh, hopefully now that we're in 2022, we ha- Upland has Series A funding and things are looking great and they're rolling with a lot of stuff, changing the economy. Hopefully more of the landmarks come out in San Francisco, you know, that people have already minted and we can go ahead and start constructing those to build out San Francisco a little more. I'd, I'd be excited to see more of the, because there are some pretty cool landmarks that were uh, made in San Francisco. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I hope that, you know, they'll, with this funding and everything, they'll get more artists and more team members. It sounds like that's what they're doing uh, as aggressively as they can. So I think it, once we start to see changes, I think it'll be exponential from what we've seen before. Because uh, once all these team members get wrapped up, I mean, it's going to be hopefully full, full on. Yeah, that will be uh, pretty exciting. So, and then what do you think with those monument, with the buildings actually built on the properties, how much do you think that increases the overall price of that monument? 
for resale? Uh, um, I mean, probably two X, whatever the spark was. Um, so just depending on, on the spark cost, probably two X, the, the going rate of that. I don't think it changes it too much because I mean, the person who bought it could have built that monument the same. So yeah. Okay. Just a- I mean, yeah, I honestly like to, I'll be curious, like, well, I mean, I guess it happens already, but like who's selling these, like when the, when the big things that we're, we're seeing today that are like 20, you know, 10 to 30,000, when do we actually see them hit? Of the real secondary market, not just people trying to like get out or cut, cut their loss. Like how, you know, when they're actually selling for two to five X, I don't know. Like, would it be worth it for two X or are you waiting for 10 X? And are you ever going to get that? That is, that is the question that we're all waiting to see answered. And I believe it's 10 X, but I'm always optimistic about it. So I mean, I say that sounds crazy, but honestly, if you paid ten grand for a, a significant monument right now, it could be worth a hundred thousand. Like, there's no reason it couldn't be. Like, I mean, properties I bought for two thousand up X, twenty five hundred up X. I'm selling for twenty five dollars right now, cash. Oh gosh, I can't even. the The sales that are happening are just ridiculous. Like I've been like so aggressively, I spend at least like 30 minutes a day just trying to take down my stuff that I had for sale. Cause stuff is selling that I just don't want to sell. Um, but it's, well, it's a journey. And you got a lot up for sale. Did you? So oh know, yeah. Cause I mean, that's all we, yeah. I, I know when you went over a thousand properties, you had like, almost all a thousand up for sale. And then he hit the 3000. Did you get off like close to that 3000 listed? Oh yeah. I mean, that's what you would do. I mean, you just put it up for sale. Cause that was the other thing is that's how you prevented people from like putting in bullshit offers. Cause then you just like set it. Then you remove the property and upex. Uh, that was really the only way to, to stop people. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just put everything up for sale for like a ridiculous 50, a hundred thousand. Um, I had these like, um, I mean, to be fair, they're, they're ocean front and they're big enough probably to build an apartment million dollars, million up X. So like three of them, like what the hell? I put that up for a million, like a year and a half ago. I didn't even think about it. It's crazy. Ooh. Wow. Too bad you didn't put it up for cash. Right? No, I'm sitting... I cannot get rid of my Upex fast <laughs> enough. Like, I got like five... I got over five million Upex now, and I can't even use it. I got all these people who have these damn Christmas ornaments that I want, but I don't have any burner trades. Like, it's a nightmare. Any, uh, I, I mean, first world problems in Upland, I guess. Yeah, first world Upland problems. I ran out of spirits, man. I was giving them away, and then I was like, oh, man, I don't have any more spirits. Uh, the legits, spirit legits. Yeah, but. Well, you'll get there. You'll get there one day. Yeah, when they do, when they introduce bulk trading, that's what I want. Absolutely. 
Like that's a game changer. Yeah. But I get it. They just don't want it. Like, cause that just makes, what was that? What is what? What was, what else is on your computer, mister? Those are the collections that were released today. I was prepping the next segment. No. Yeah. No, I saw, I saw a picture on your desktop. What was that? I don't know. It was, it looked like a pretty lady. What, what else is on your desktop, mister? Um, I don't think I got any pretty ladies on my desktop. Oh, I definitely saw a pretty lady. I doubt it. Let's see. What else? What other tabs? Show us your tabs. Um, <laughs> I'm looking. No. No. I had that. Um, that's the Zoom. That's the Discord. Yeah. I don't know what you saw. Oh, maybe it was. Oh, you know what? I might have just rolled over my own window. My bad. Carry on. <laughs> That's great. You accuse me, and it's your own. It's your own window. Yeah, and I was like, "Dang, I didn't know you were into that. I thought it was just me." So that was. <laughs> oh, nice. you thought it was going to be a bonding moment? <laughs> yeah, it was not a-, a bonding moment on things that shouldn't be seen or said. <laughs> <laughs> So now that gets everybody else curious of what was on TML screen. Mm, the world will never know. We'll never know. Okay. Never know. Never know. They had uh, the collections for Almeida and Berkeley were released. Uh, you can find. You will find them. It's not you can. That's where they're located under the city of Oakland. They made that announcement and made that release, uh, and. As you can see, Berkeley had three collections and Almeida had two collections. Um, West End, which is a standard collection. You got a 600 uh, UpX reward for completing that collection with a 1.25 boost to that. And it was nice. They gave them a rare collection there in Alameda also with Gibbons Drive. And you get a 17,400 UpX boost. one-time bonus reward and you get a 2.58 boost which is pretty solid Uh, that's a that's a good boost yeah i I still hate that there's collection rewards even though they're one time i mean i know that they're putting in a holding period but still i I still think it's unnecessary the holding period will the holding period will immediately kill trades like I mean, it'll it'll halt it to near zero because no one is risking their stuff for that long. Friends, like small groups of really close people might, but that will essentially kill that business 100%. Well, here's the question. They were vague, and I know there's more details to come to it, but okay, say say you might not be able to immediately swap a new collection, but say it's something that you've already held and you've already held it for three months, six months, a year or whatever. So you can Uh lend that out. Now, does that person have to hold it till they give it back? Because now you both claim the bonus and they can give it back to you and you can put it right back in your collection. You know, that's, uh, is there going to be a mechanism to that or is it for you to regain your boost? You know, you got to hold it for 30 days again. I I'd like to see further detail on it before I, I am 
more of a believer on just holding that it will kill the uh, swapping for collections. So, and I have no, I, I obviously don't have any information either, but here's how I imagine if, if somebody was to ask me to engineer this um, and what I hope they do is when you add um, properties to a collection, right. And you're about to like get the bonus and collect it. You know, give you a pop-up that says uh, by putting this in this group, uh, this property will not be eligible for trade uh, for the next 30 days. Um, and then you have to accept it. Much like when you add it, um, it you have to collect all of your UPEX. So there's a, there's a part in the script that they already have that they've already leveraged before. I would like to see them extend that um, to stop the property swaps. Yeah. That, that's because we discussed in, I, I can't even remember which episode it was. It was you two can make a million up X. And that was when it was really hot and heavy. And it was, you know, the collections, if you were able to secure everything, you two million up X out there. And usually the going rate was 50%. So, you know, that's still a million up X and that's, you know, 2 million artificial up X implemented into the economy. And that's happened hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. So, Berkeley had three releases. They had South Berkeley, which was a limited collection, and one-time reward of 2,200 UPEX and a 1.67. That's a decent uh, purple collection bonus. Um, No surprise that UC Berkeley was an exclusive collection and that UC Berkeley was a collection at 88 100 up X as a one-time reward, 2.22 X uh, boost for those properties. And then Berkeley also got an ultra rare collection on Solano Avenue, uh, 21,000 up X and a 2.69. I mean, that's not much higher than uh, the rare there. So I, I would expect that it's just always interesting to see the boost multiplier on these collections as they are released. Yeah. No, it is. Overall, you think that's uh, for the size of Berkeley and Alameda? Uh, you, you think that's a fair number of collections released? Yeah, it was a fun little thing. I'm still, I think I'm perplexed at why it happened. Is it sold out? Like, did it sell out really quick? Or um, I, Is there still uh, properties available in Berkeley and Alameda? It went pretty quick. Um, I'm not sure if it 100% sold out, but it it was pretty quick. Hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, there's plenty. There's cities with uh, unminted properties still, and it just seemed odd to release enough to just like drive an artificial drive of, of like grabbing up a new city, but not enough to really satiate the market. So I just it seems like an odd choice in hindsight. Because you still have Chicago, you still have the Heartland, Chicago, Nashville, and uh, KC with plenty of property to mint out there. Right. It's uh, yeah. Again, it's a little odd. Like, not sure quite what the the purpose of it was, but it was fun. I grabbed uh, several large uh, water facing properties. I'm I'm happy. I didn't get any collections or anything, but it was all right. And I missed out, so. Yeah. 
Wait, Chicago oh, sold Chicago out? Chicago sold out? Oh, okay. Wow. Damn. All right. It's been a minute since I uh, went over to Chicago. Well, now you, you missed out. You're only secondary market now. Yep. Well, good, good for that. Man, that, this is insane. Like, I can't even keep up sometimes with all the cities. Like, man, I remember we went, we went so long between San Francisco and New York. Like, it was excruciating. Like, people don't understand who, who weren't there. And so we were like, we're not going to see another city for like a year and a half. <laughs> and like, to just see where we're at, like, holy crap. They just are coming out with them left and right. It was out of control. Yeah. So, how many cities do you think they'll hit up this year? Ooh, how many did we get to last year? Uh, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one kind of blurred together as one giant year. Sure. Um, yeah. Because I can't remember where the Fresno Bakersfield. No, no, no. That's fine. How many cities are we at? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh, you want how many cities we're at? Now I got to count. I wasn't ready for that one either. You would think I know that off the top of my head. You would think. You would think. I think, um, man. So are we counting? I want to say like 15. Are we counting Berkeley feels like a- and Alameda as cities because they're considered part of Oakland? They're not new cities, just like Clovis was part of uh, Bakersfield. Or Fres- um, or f- what was it? Part of Fresno? Yeah, I don't know. Rip, Rip Clovis. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it counts. I, I don't. They don't count separately. Like Berkeley and Alameda don't count as two cities. But yeah, you get you get a city for that. It's a release. It's a new set of collections. So yes. Okay. So we'll do the math here then. So we got. What the hell just happened there? Are you going to count? You're counting this? Oh, my God. My screen went crazy on me. So maybe I'm not going to count it. No one one in the audience knows how many cities are in Upland. Usually the audience is all over it pretty quick for us. If we don't know an answer, we can get it like that. So, Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Yeah. So I think they double it this year. I think they. I think they do fifteen more. Yeah. San Francisco, Manhattan. I think we're at yeah. Oh. Seems low. TM thinks it seems low. Well, I would love for it to be low. I would love for that to be like a ridiculously low number. Um, I, I hope this time next year, I'm like, wow, I can't believe how many cities they launched. Um, yeah. Right now you have San Francisco, Manhattan, Fresno, Brooklyn, Oakland, Staten Island, Bakersfield, Chicago, Cleveland, Santa Clara, Rutherford, Kansas City, New Orleans, Nashville, and the Bronx. Damn it. This is crazy. <laughs> this is going to be a crazy year. Absolutely. 2022 is going to be a crazy year. I just, I feel it in my bones, man. 
Yeah. And I, I think especially by the middle of the year, by summertime, we're going to see more rollout and upland than we ever imagined. And then we'll feel bad because as much as we bashed them for not doing anything for such a long period of time, we'll be like, you're doing too much. We can't keep up. <laughs> I look forward to the day where we legitimately can fill an hour of news just talking about the new features that have come out in the past week of Upland. Yes. That would be crazy. That and, uh, yeah, the new features, the new NFTs, the new businesses, it, it will be uh, very, uh, very fun to talk about. And cars. <laughs> my, my turtle is getting a Lamborghini. Believe it. I asked my six-year-old if he won a million dollars, what would he buy? He's like a Lambo. I'm like, wow. I said, you already know about Lambos at six. I'm like, great. <laughs> and he didn't even say a Lamborghini. It was just like a Lambo. Like, he didn't even have to think about it. It was just deadpan, like a Lambo. Like A Lambo. Like, dad, that's a dumb question. I don't know why <laughs> yeah, you're asking like- me. <laughs> Like what? What are you talking about? Fool is always a Lambo. I was like, all right, understand. Oh, uh, Franklin wants to know what I think my uh, net worth will be at the end of twenty twenty two. Interesting. I just looked. I'm at like eighty six million net worth now. Nice. You should break that uh, hundred million and become a chief executive. I know I don't. I have to time it for one of those things, right? Like uh, when they do the spark bonus. Yeah. 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 So yeah, eighty-seven million. Uh, so I think I'll be at the end of twenty twenty-two. I'd like to be at um, one hundred and seventeen million. So Ooh. thirty thirty million increase. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you're not adding fifty percent, but I'm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think I'll do quite fifty percent, but yeah, I'd like to see a I'd like to see a sizable chunk. I mean, because twelve, twelve of it's just interest, right? Right. So um, then it's just like another um, what eighteen. So yeah, that's actually very doable. It's just like eighteen more of these damn San Francisco properties that's overpriced. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. It's actually crazy when you think about it. Um yeah, I never thought that that stuff would sell for a thousand dollars that quickly. But people got big plans for waterfront properties and I and I think it will uh command the same as uh real life. Yeah. Which is, I mean, honest, I don't entirely get it, but I'll take it. So, hey, we just need those prices from Decentraland and uh, Sandbox to come over to Upland, and uh, we'll all be sitting pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, so they'd also have a thrifty trader contest going on in Oakland this weekend. Are you going to take part in that? I saw that, man. The the terms and conditions. Did you read it? It's like yeah. based on the 
division of trade and diversity of population and whether or not this duck shits on my car. Like, what are you talking about? Just tell me who's winning. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's never satisfying for you either. It's too easy or it's too complex. You know, there's nothing, there's not, I don't think you ever <laughs> find a middle with anything, but yeah, you got the profit. So there were three core metrics that they were basing it off of, and it was uh, profit margin, trading volume, and uh, trading diversity. So you and somebody else just can't hook up and just somebody's the buyer, somebody's the seller. Um, and then 15% of the scores from the trading volume, 15% is from the trading diversity and 70% is from the profit margin. And the profit margin is the value of the difference in purchase and uh, last sale price. Um, so it's like the other thrifty t- trader competitions that they've had before. And it's always fun. I don't have enough properties. Well, I, I guess I do. But it says only the selling side will score for this contest, so I don't have enough Oakland properties to uh, to participate. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. Honestly, I mean top top ten wins, or or they're not top ten. I'm sorry, top two hundred winners win. Um, I don't know what bracket 10 wins. It says they got 100 winners, but there's no up X per player or spark per player. Oh, you get a block explorer. I'm sorry. So, yeah. I mean, they're giving out yeah. 3.99 spark overall and uh, 1 million up X overall. So, that's a nice little contest and a block explorer. The block explorer is super cool. And, and right now, DJ Shorts is leading the way uh, with a 92.15 efficiency rating, followed up by Telnarf at 85.75 and Bloodless 83.65. And Renistar at 78 and Praveen 69.91. Um, so that's your top five so far as that's been going on that just launched today thursday january 6th at 9 a.m pacific time and it will run all the way till saturday january 9th at eleven fifty nine pacific time so yeah it's interesting there is that and then on to the final update for the fantasy football season. Holy hell, is that still going on? No, it's over. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it finished. It finished. Uh, for the third place game, it was T. Davis and Max Life 69ers. Max Life 69ers uh, came out victorious, 113.06 to 89.92. And then for the first place, it was myself versus China Cats. And I came out on top, 156.64 to 116.22. So I took home the trophy uh, the second year of the Upland Fantasy League. Uh, look forward to playing with everybody again next year. Nishirin had the biggest blowout, at 135.2 to 82.76 over uh, DJ Shorts for an overall 52.44 win margin. So nice job there for stomping on DJ Shorts there, Nishirin. 
And then maybe next year uh, you'll be more involved that your auto draft uh, does better for you this year. Yeah, I just got to let it do its thing. I'm just glad we don't have kickers in the league or you would have had like five or six kickers on your team. And probably won the whole damn thing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You should just join one of those kicker-only leagues. There is no such, there's no way. Ah, yeah. Kicker only leagues? Yes. Well, I'm not playing anything else from now on. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah, there is that. Now, we do need a logo for the podcast. So I'm willing to put up 150,000 UPEX to... Any of our artists out there, or if you know an artist that would like to design the logo for the Upex podcast, um, would you uh, want to throw in some Upex for that too? There, thank me later. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to actually offer. You know, pull teeth. Um, hell yeah, I'll match that. I'll match your one. Would you say one point five? Yeah, one point five. Million? No, 150,000 upex there, bro. <laughs> See, I almost had you give away 1.5. Uh, I would have no. done it, too. <laughs> uh, 150,000. Yeah, yeah, I'll do 150,000. Yeah, okay. So 300,000, and we'll have a community vote. So it's, um, you want to put it up to the community vote? After just- that, I'm not putting it up to the community. I'm picking whatever one I like. All right, we'll do that. Thank me later. Myself, T. Davis, and B. Dag will pick, pick the winner. But, yes, go ahead, design us a podcast, and we need it for banners, for Twitter and yeah. Twitch. And- Plus, keep in, keep in mind, there's a very high likelihood it'll be used in uh, our two-year anniversary block explorer later this year. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. Yeah. We actually have three, Franklin, and we're looking to have more, so shh. <laughs> All right. What else do you have for uh, the listeners? Um, so for all of my my gamers out there, if uh, if you like um, deck building strategy games, think uh, what's that monster train or uh, oh, what's the there's another one. Anyway, if you like those kind of games, um, roguelike deck builder. Check out Across the uh, Obelisk, O-B-E-L-I-S-K, Obelisk. Across the Obelisk. It came out uh, earlier last year, but I just started playing it. Absolutely amazing. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my plug. I just really like that game. Yes, and to clarify for chat and for anybody listening, if it was confusing, we are offering 300,000 UPEX to design the logo that we will use for our branding of the UPEX podcast. So that clarifies that. And back, and from that word from our sponsors, back to uh, the game that you were talking about. Yes. Or that's all you had. Uh, yeah, no, that's all, that's all I had. Oh, no, it's not an NFT game. It's not an NFT game. Just a roguelike deck builder. Uh, it's on Steam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm the, I'm going to bring in other gaming. You guys bring in other nonsense blockchain garbage. I get to t- breathe in the other life of Upland, which is gaming. And don't look at your DMs, TML. 
DMs. Oh, don't do don't do it. He he's revisiting that uh, horrible horrible image from last year. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Why? Why? Why did I not listen? <laughs> I try. I mean, honestly, TM, if you could fit like you know, if you could get like a tattoo of uh, Upex podcast on there, that might work. Yeah. And then this new platform that I'm looking at, um, it looks like I might be able to also stream us on Theta. So that might make TM happy. We'll see. We'll see. Not making any promises there. Well, no. Now I'm going to expect Theta. Like, what what are we doing? The only thing I don't like is if we're streaming it live, uh, you know, for a live audience, you can have an audience. Um, watching, but you can't. If you stream it live, you can't add a background to your camera, so you got to do it post production to it. So, if you were to stream live on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, it wait, wait, no, 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 dude, how do you not have like XCOM, the, like all the broadcasting things where you get a, a digital um, webcam and then you just do all that with the app and then you just connect to that webcam. Okay. And you could do all kinds of like, that's how you do all the like uh, overlays and stuff like that. And you can do picture in picture. And yeah, man. Gotcha. All right. That's how you stream. There we oh, go. Yeah, man. I forgot. You're not really, you've not, you're not a streamer. We'll have to connect. There's a bunch of streamer stuff you're going to need if we're going to do that. All right. You'll hook me up on that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have this episode. Short, sweet, nice. to the point. It's still 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But definitely we look forward to 2022. Um, we look forward to uh, getting getting some video out there. And uh, thank me later myself. We'll talk about doing some mini episodes to just, we call them mini episodes, but they'll probably turn into a full hour blown on each topic of the changes coming <laughs> to Upland that we talked about on episode 112. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter. Um, how long do we want to give them to design us our logo? Uh, until the end of the month, I reckon. All right. Till the end of, you have till January 31st to submit the logos. Um, and you can, DM me on Discord, and I will let you know where to send it. Nice. Got anything else before we get out of here? Any parting <laughs> no, words? No, you've asked me like a hundred freaking times now. <laughs> I was just seeing, seeing how many times just I can get away with this it. show. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.